Olive lifted her drink and remained silent. Jerry had been looking at that Betty Coleman a whole lot so far, and he had almost been looking at Judy. All the men, including Harold Archer, had been looking at Judy. The higher her shorts went, the better she seemed to like it, and that halter barely covered her breasts. Olive should have made Judy change before coming to the party. On the other hand, Betty Coleman was fully dressed, and the men were paying a lot of attention to her, too. Little wonder. Not that Betty was doing anything wrong. She spoke only when spoken to, but otherwise remained quiet, sipping her drink and crossing and uncrossing her legs. "'You should be a shoe salesman,' Harold Archer was saying to nobody in particular. "'Last night I went to this apartment, and a woman comes to the door. All she had on was bra and panties, but it didn't bother her a bit. You'd have thought she would have slammed the door in my face, but she didn't. She told me to come in, and I did.' I even sold her a pair of shoes. I'll bet you took the sale price out in trade, Fred said. Not me. You do that, chum, and you're dumb. So dumb there isn't any help for you. If a dame wants it that bad, she'll pay you and then go to bed. Now I know what he does when he stays over in the city, Ruth Archer said. He's got a string of girls a mile long, and he runs from one room to the other. Or they run to him, Jerry added. He's getting drunk, Olive thought. He's going to get stinking, rotten drunk, and then he's going to want to paw me when he gets me home. He'll make a speech about having a kid and I'll have to fight him off, or make sure that he's careful. I thought I heard the baby, Ruth Archer said. It became suddenly very quiet in the house. But it wasn't the baby. Some kids were out on the street chasing each other and making a racket. Headed for the park, Fred said. What did they do in the park? Harold wanted to know. These parties, Olive thought, always the same, always a bore. You know, I hate these Saturday nights, Sally said to Olive. So do I. I even hate Saturday. We play some golf, have a few drinks, and then he has to get me into bed. You'd think he'd die if he didn't have his way. I know what you mean. I know you do. I couldn't talk to anybody else like that. You say that to another woman and she'll tell you that it's your duty. Duty, for Christ's sake, is that all a woman is supposed to mean? Somebody had turned on the record player. Olive and Sally could talk without being heard. Jerry was dancing with that Coleman girl, and he was holding her rather tight. Well, Olive thought, let him. Let him take her between the sheets. Why should I care? If he got it from somebody else, he wouldn't bother me. With this thought, Olive glanced at her sister, who sat on one arm of a chair, her long legs exposed. Judy, Olive decided, should have stayed in Albany. Judy couldn't live in the same house with Jerry and not have Jerry make a pass at her. Had it happened already? She doubted it. There hadn't been enough time. Olive frankly admitted to herself that she was slightly jealous of Judy. Judy had so much more than most girls, and in all the right places. Jerry could be charming when he wanted to be, and he might get next to Judy but she could not endure the thought of her own sister taking care of Jerry. As for the Coleman girl, Olive didn't much care. That is, she told herself she didn't care. But after all, Olive was married to Jerry and he belonged to her. Someday she might even fool him and give him a kid. Well, maybe not.